1: Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh. A weekly program. Welcome to Ministers Talking Sh. A weekly program where Rev. Briz and Rev. Z and their guests chat about current affairs, world events, spiritual principles, and any old sh they want to talk about. Based on the New Thought philosophy and ancient wisdoms, Ministers Talking Sh shares a visionary perspective of the evolving spiral called spiritual living. Join us each week as we explore the emerging paradigm of life on planet Earth and beyond.
0: And good morning, dear ones. Rev Briz with you over here.
2: Rev Z right here
0: and this is ministers talking shit happens every friday morning 7 a.m mountain time here on the new thought media network chance for rev z and i to get together take a look at some of the stories that are happening in our lives in our world and i want you to know straight up front we don't pretend we're going to solve any of this stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, but we do believe it's very important to take a look at these issues and what's going on in uh in our world in order to create a vision of a world that works for everyone rather than a world where it doesn't seem to be working for everyone and um and today we're talking about one of our very favorite topics before we do that let's say good morning linda good morning linda good to see you dear one glad you're with us Uh, (coughs) if anybody else is out there chatting along please feel free to leave a comment join the conversation let us know you're with us, and uh, <laughs> we'll honor you as well. So, okay, Z. <clears throat> well, first off, welcome back. You were off. Uh, you were off traveling and galivanting a little bit last week. So we we appreciate uh, applaud that. We applaud you. Yes, yes. Us.
2: Glad to be back. Had a little business pleasure trip and uh, took care of some business and had some pleasure and uh, was a great, great, great time. Was had by all.
0: <laughs> there we go. Good, good, good. And uh, our dear friend, Reverend Bill Marciotti, sat in for you last week, so that was a good time as well. If you'd like, folks, be sure to check out the archives of our past episodes on our YouTube channel uh, or search them out here on on Facebook as well, both those locations. All right. So um, I don't know how to open this today other than here we are once again, and I think I should start keeping track of how many times on this show we have to talk about guns and gun violence and gun violence regarding teens and gun violence regarding teens with mental health concerns. And here we are again. Um, This one in St. Louis this week, this was a real twister because if you haven't heard folks, um, a 19 year old young man, uh, walked into a school on Monday in St. Louis with about 600 rounds of ammunition and an AR-15. By the end of the day, he's dead from a shootout with police, which means we're never going to get any real answers. Uh, a teacher, 61 years of age, and a student, 15 years of age, are left dead and no longer with us. And... um and it's a tough one Z this, this, it doesn't fit the profile. The profile is usually a young white man. This one doesn't, this is a young black man. Uh, and you say that uh, you, I think in the pre-show you said your son's school, your son's college is just a few blocks from where this yeah, is.
2: I, 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 I was trying to get the thing. I don't think it's that far from where he, where he went to college, you know? Um, And, and the sad thing about it, you know, is this, this potentially, I mean, real potentially, should have been avoided, from what I understand. I haven't followed the story a whole lot. You know, <laughs> I, 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 at some point, you get traumatized, if you will. You get calluses on your brain when you're just like, you know, not another one, right? Um, right. But, you know, here's two teenagers, 15, 19, and a 61-year-old teacher, <laughs> And from all accounts, a beloved teacher, um, that are no longer with us because guns are being, being get uh, uh, youth are having access to guns, and when people are making you know, uh, reaches for help, nothing's being done,
0: right? right. And that's, I think, that's the big key. Here's what we know so far, folks, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, the family had been trying to get this young man mental health for quite a while. Uh, now, he does live in an underserved population and, uh, and is part of an underserved race, let's call it that, uh, for when it comes to mental health. And on the 10th of this month, on October 10th, he attempted to purchase an AR-15 legally at a licensed gun shop. And the system worked. And you might be shaking your head at the moment. What do you mean the system worked? The system worked because the FBI background check said no. Don't sell this young. Don't sell this person a gun. So the system worked. The man walked into a store. He attempted to purchase an automatic, a uh, semi-automatic weapon. He was denied that purchase due to an FBI check. And within days, he purchased the, the weapon from a private seller. From a private through a private sale and now the story gets even better or worse depending on how you look at it um because then his mother called police and said i don't want this weapon in my house so the police arrived at his house and arranged for the weapon to leave the home although they could not take the weapon from the young man They arranged for the weapon to go to the friend, a friend of the family, I believe, or another family member. It's unclear as to who the weapon went to. However, within a few days, the weapon's back in the young man's hands and he's shooting up a school. So, number one, the my thought is, okay. I know this kind of goes against everything America stands for, but we've got to stop these private sales. Mm -hmm. If you there needs to be a gun registry and every gun sold has to be registered. And if you're going to resell it, you got to apply to, to, to resell that gun. And you got to apply and You got to go to the registry and say, I want to sell the gun registered to me, to this young per this person, because that might've stopped this. The FBI, mm-hmm. if the FBI was still involved, the FBI could say, no, no, I don't care who you are. You can't sell to him.
2: Well, and you know, and, and that's part of the whole, uh challenge with guns right right because you know there's there's the I forget there there's a name for for this route but a lot of gun sellers they go down south where they can buy guns a little more readily than you can in some big urban cities and they have different individuals go in and buy them, ta, 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 and then they do private sales to get rid of them, mm-hmm. and then they wind up on the streets in, 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 in the inner cities doing damage. Now, that's not all of the cases, we know. Uh, but just the idea that that can take place kind of says, okay, why is this happening? If we had a private sale registry, right,
0: hmm
2: at at any 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 annual semi-annual check hey you bought this gun do you still own it right because I can buy it and but you know you got my initial buy you don't know anything if I sold it right right and if they start saying okay oh you bought the weapon you sold it you didn't register it. okay that's a crime right right because now we don't have, Uh, the location or we don't know how to track this weapon and then inevitably it winds up you know three years whatever it is later and someone has been injured or robbery has occurred or someone has died unfortunately uh a gun that should have been tracked right put trackers on they can put uh, they can put just like they put on your iphone or your 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 google phone put a tracker on the damn thing
0: something's got to happen differently And, and you know, folks, we know that a big part of this has to happen with the individual and the individual's consciousness. As we were preparing for this story this morning, uh, Z, you dropped off, so I didn't have a chance to share this one with you. But I found another story. Deputy in Philadelphia charged with selling guns, including two used in a shooting near Roxborough High. Now, this... um, goes back to the 2018 is when it begin, began. Uh, a deputy in Philadelphia Sheriff's Office was arrested and charged with traffic and selling guns, according to the United States Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of Pennsylvania. This story is just breaking today. Interesting, interesting in that. So now we have a police officer who's selling guns. Interestingly enough, they have been... I don't know how this all happened. And this one's going to come out in the investigation, but it seems an informant purchased a gun and audio taped it. Man, they sent him back in. He purchased the second gun and a couple pounds and a couple ounces of meth from this sheriff's deputy. So we got a sheriff's deputy who's selling guns and meth to street kids in philadelphia now i wonder where he got those can you say evidence locker (laughs) Um, (laughs) or oh i'm sorry i confiscated two pounds of meth last night on on patrol i guess those two ounces slipped into my bag somehow i don't know how that happened we got a philadelphia police officer selling guns two of which end up in a fatal school shooting a Roxborough, I hadn't seen this story, but I guess the football team was ambushed during a scrimmage, not a game, during a scrimmage. The the football team was ambushed and shots were fired by from these guns that we've traced back that were sold by this police officer. So my question is, how did these guns get from the cop to the informant to the perpetrators? Right. So there's still a breakdown there, too, that we're going to have to figure out and find this out. But it's almost as if we are in the surface of the absurd. How much more crazy does it get than somebody we are paying to uphold the law? Not only breaking the law, we see cops do bad things all the time. We see cops do what they need to do for money all or what they believe they need to do for money all the time but now you're selling guns to the street kids
2: and to an informant, right? Because in most cases, informants are, are already uh, involved in some kind of criminal element for whatever reason. Right. So we know there's a propensity for things not to go as planned. If you start, you know, crossing certain lines. And so, you know, uh one thing that we have to continue to do in all of these, and and, and as you said, we you know we always say to be we don't we don't tend to solve all this, but we do tend to bring up an awareness to begin to look at how do we address these issues because we know they're everywhere, they're pervasive, and and, and these things are not just happening in the US, they're happening in other places as well, and, and in some of the other places, and either uh, with worse consequences, but we have to begin to raise our consciousness and be sensible about how we treat these issues. We, we can no longer uh, make excuses, right? Political excuses, uh, uh, economic excuses, any excuses, we have to be, because these numbers are just proliferating. It's not like these are isolated cases. We probably had, I don't know, 10 or 15 high school shootings this year. Probably more than that. I'm going to check it real quick because
0: I'm curious. I was going to say, yeah, I'm afraid to pull up that wiki page. (laughs) Not only school shootings, folks, but mass shootings, shootings of all sorts and all shapes and sizes. And they're all happening because people have been led to believe that we can solve our problems at the end of a gun rather than sitting down and having a conversation, rather than doing what's right for people. This young man in St. Louis it is his family knew he had mental issues and, and 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 mental health concerns uh and were trying to get him mental health resources and couldn't. 35. Laugh? There have been 35 school shootings this year. 35. And we're only, and we're 10 months in that's three and a half school shootings a month. That's one school shooting every friggin' week, folks. Yeah. I got a kid in high school. I got four more years of kids have a kid in high school. You know, it's interesting. I got a kid in college. I'm not worried at all. We never hear about college shootings. We don't hear about people walking into colleges and shooting the place up. This is happening. It's a unique expression, a unique disease, a unique illness within our teens. The, the, the concern about not good enough is pervasive mm-hmm. enough that these teens are constantly on the verge of suicide. There was, another, there was a suicide in our, in our high school last week. And guns. And give me a gun.
2: Well, and and that's the, and 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 you know here is a, a prime example of the system just failing us, right? We have so many young people in crisis now, with identity crises and mental crises and finance, you know, things that are pushing them, or contributing to. I won't say it's pushing, but some might say that, but but it's definitely contributing to. Uh, uh, a state of mind or a state of being that is like not in, not, not, not balanced. Right. And they go out and do these things because we have, you know, there's little help available. We have images and, and ideas that are being proliferated to these young people in terms of what life should be or how life should be lived, or this is how you should be able to engage with life. And when that doesn't happen, and you start getting bullied on top of that potentially, or you feel shame or inadequate because you can't participate or or, or get involved in certain things for whatever reason. These are the kinds of things that happen. Yeah. And so we have to start being more loving, more caring, having more support, more dialogue more after school activities that does not involve guns or video games and nothing wrong with video games. But I'm just saying those kinds of things can tend to lead to isolation. Yes. And I just look at myself, if I have a problem and I'm the only one raffling with the problem, oftentimes my answers or results don't come out that clear because I have no counterbalance. I have nothing to bounce it to. And I begin to convince myself, of my own inadequate uh ideas, and then that leads to bad situations. Yeah.
0: I want to pick up on something here. Our our dear friend Wayne is saying, God's got everybody's back. Now I say that a lot myself, Wayne, and I and I I I don't disbelieve that, but I think it's diff, it's a little different in this case. We can't just sit back and say, Yeah, God's got his back, God's got her back. God does not is not the a great intercessor. God does not look down and say, oh, you're doing good, so I got your back. And, oh, I'm going to get the back of this kid over here who's shooting up shit. No, it, we've got to do that work. Yeah. And by having this kid's back, well, we're a little late for that. We didn't. As God, we did not step up and support this young man in getting the mental health he needed, in keeping these guns out of his hands. I think it is our responsibility to stand and act as the hands of God, the voice of God, when we call our legislators, when we call our representatives and tell them we've had enough of this. Linda Plaster is high capacity automatic Rifles should be for military use only. Exactly. High capacity magazines. This kid had 600 rounds on him in high capacity magazines. They got to go. We got to get back to the point where if somebody is identified as as mentally ill, as mentally uh, um, unstable, not even unstable, just like we don't do, we don't do mental health from the beginning. So kids don't even know that they're not, that that's not healthy. We've got to start with better education and better treatment programs to say, Hey, I get it. Middle school sucks. It's hard. Let's get you a little help. Let's normalize therapy. Let's normalize having a healthy, healthy mental health conversations. Let's, Denormalize having a gun in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get, I get yeah. on my horse a little. Yeah. Up,
2: well, so. and and you know, you 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 speak about legislation. I mean, we got the midterm elections coming up here in uh in in two weeks, right? Yeah. less you know, into on how you count. Uh, and we need to get out and vote for sensible leadership that will look to. Unite us as opposed to separate us, and 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 you know the last thing we need is leaders or our leaders who are promoting uh, the proliferation of weapons and proliferation of separation ideas and and standoffs and you know battle fronts and and all these things that are just trigger words. To create more carnage in our communities and our schools and you know and, and in the world. We have to, we at some point we have to uh, 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 take the side of, of justice, we have to take the side of equity, we have to take the side of upliftment, regardless to ideology, political party, faith, tradition. We say it all the time, life is what's prime, not these parties, not these ideologies. Life is the prime thing on this planet. Yeah. Now, maybe on another planet, there's something else, but on this one is life. And so we have to, you know, we gotta be able to deal with how do we put people in place, systems in place, tools in place to prolong, uphold, engage life.
0: Yes. And if there's one thing guns are good for, it's taking life away. If really, it's the only thing they're there. It's, it's their, the sole purpose of a gun is to kill. Yeah. They don't pull okay. out a gun just to scare away the crows. Some people do, but you right. The intention behind a gun is not to scare away the crows. Right. The intention behind the gun is, is to kill whether it's human or animal or aviary or whatever type of creature out there, the only need, the only purpose behind a gun is to kill. And I think we've we've got to find a way to change some of this. I want politicians that don't take money from the NRA. And um, I, t- I want politicians that don't fight for the, the, the right, the Second Amendment to own and bear arms. I want politicians that are willing to stand up for the fact that we are in a different age.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We, when the Constitution was written and it was written that we had the right to keep and bear arms, that was in service to a small, well-regulated militia. Well, guess what, folks? We got a huge, unregulated militia running rampant across the nation, and I'm not even going to talk about politics. <laughs> and we have an unregulated militia running around the United States And they're called gun dealers and they're called gun shows and they're called private sales. I could walk. I could probably walk the streets of Denver today and before the day was over, have an illegal weapon in my hand. I could go to any any given gun show and you're going to be able to buy weapons in the parking lot. You don't even have to go into gun show. You know why they charge 20 bucks to park at a gun show? Because they know that a lot of people show up just to walk around the parking lots and are never going to go in the show. They're not there to look and Google and, oh, isn't that a beautiful musket from 1776? No. They're thinking, how cheap can I get an AR 15?
2: And ammunition. <laughs>
0: and all the ammo I can carry. Exactly. <laughs> yes, Linda, Linda's saying it for us. Vote, 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 vote. <laughs> We 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 we
2: you know uh, back to that that you know God got our back. We are the hands and feet of God on this planet, right? Yeah. However, however you want to uh, uh, articulate the receiving of the message from God. Now we, you know I, I'm gonna leave that alone right away. But <laughs> we are the ones who are the caretakers of this planet. We can we can do it sensibly and honorably. Or we could do it with the spirit of of mean heartedness and separation, and destroy everything. And thus far, the 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 destruction team is winning, right? That that ideology is winning because to say that we've had 35 shootings in high schools this year, and we and we know the holiday season is 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 the is 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 the, is a critical time for these types of uh incidents to take place because people are feeling lonely they're feeling left out you know cuz normally the holidays are time of merrymaking and family gathering and you know uh those types of things and if people are feeling the opposite of that they tend to react in 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 ways that are unhealthy so you know let's 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 be thoughtful and let's give a hand wherever we can vote, go, go work at a, at a food bank, go volunteer at a shelter, go collect some coats, whatever, give a give give, you know, a, a, a friend of mine uh, spoke about this whole idea of supporting the family. A couple of organizations are getting together, small organization, and they're supporting the family for a year in different ways Nice. who need the help. These are simple things you get, you know, you get 10 people to give $20 at some periodic time. That's, that's a big help to some families.
0: Denver, Denver, Colorado has just started, and I don't think they've done it yet, but they're in the process where they're testing a guaranteed basic income program. And they're taking, I don't know how big the budget for it all is, but the idea is a thousand bucks a month for 12 months. And they're going to take people off the streets. There's there's a qualification process, I'm sure. They're going to take people off the streets and provide them with a guaranteed minimum income
1: hmm.
0: of a thousand dollars a month. Now, anybody out there today knows you can't go very far on a thousand dollars a month. Um, You barely get an apartment, barely get a room for, for, for that might get a room in a, in a group home for half that. But point being, we have to start looking at innovative ways of solving these problems.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And it was just about a year ago, end of November last year, we were talking about a young man, 15, who shot a school, shot up a school in Oxford, Michigan. His name's Ethan Crumbly. His name's back in the news this week as well because he pled guilty to 24 counts, including terrorism, uh, ter- uh, ter- I forget how, it, but domestic terrorism. So young man's going to go to jail for a very, very long time. His parents are also charged with involuntary manslaughter by allowing him access to the gun. Now that's a very big change. That and that trial has yet to come to, has yet to get to the courts. Should be soon, is what they're telling us. Um, in his admission this week, Ethan did admit that there was no lock on the gun. The gun was not in a safe. This, the gun was not in a container of any sort. It was freely available to him. It's going to go a long way towards convicting his parents of the involuntary manslaughter. Mm -hmm. And all of this to me is just that reminder that we've got to be involved.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, these parents thought it was appropriate to let their child have a gun. They actually, uh, when he was, he had been suspended from, or removed from school a couple days earlier for drawing, for drawings that he was making that included bullets and searches he was doing during school hours for bullets and things of that nature. He got caught. His parents told him you got to do better at not getting caught. That's where as adults we need to be able to step in and say, Look, this isn't appropriate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it's- and you know, this this comment, we are vessels of God speaking to us. We we got to get out and vote. We got and 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 vote is a synonymous word for meaning be active, be involved, not just go to You know, it's more than just going to put you put your ballot in. That's that's the start of it. But you got to still be active. You got to get involved. And those sentiments are just perfect for what we have to do. I mean, for parents to say, uh, you know, don't get caught. I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, you know, uh, take it to the limit. But to say on something deadly, don't get caught buying bullets or, or shopping for bullets in school. I mean, that's 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 horrible.
0: Yes. So, you know, there is, and in past years, I don't think those parents would have, this is the first time I know of that the parents are actually being held legally responsible for their negligence in a teen shooting. Um, That is a change. That is a good change, I believe. And it is moving us in the direction where I, I trust more people will wake up to the fact that there are other consequences There are consequences for their inactions just as there are consequences for their actions. Yeah. Um, I have, I'm with you Z right. We have to be active. Mm -hmm. We have to vote. We have to call our counselors right now. I'm a little stuck because I've been doing my ballot for Colorado and most of it's pretty easy to find. However, I can't find any information on any of these judges or the list of judges. but the only information we're given is that all the other judges agree they did their job okay. There's no no real determination to say, how does this judge vote when it comes to instances of teen violence and guns? How does this vote? How does this judge sentence what are their sentencing uh, parameters? How do they, Uh, what do they do when faced with these situations? There's no way to determine exactly how our judges are doing that. That's a place I think we can improve and a place where we can be able to see a little more, hey, this judge has a tendency to be pretty lean on teens with guns. Or perhaps this judge is a little overly strict in certain areas as well.
2: Well, and and, you know, the other thing is, that's been going for a long time because they assume those people are just going to go down a party line. Right. And don't do the research. It says, okay, I'm the party person, either democratic or Republican. And I'm just going to go down, you know, there may be people who, who are better suited and, and, and have no party affiliation or whatever. I mean, we have to start hiring if you will, because that's what voting is doing. We have to start putting people in place who are going to do the job. We have this this party system, we get people, we can see how this has happened in the last couple of years. How for people who previously were sensible, uh, uh, collaboratory and all the way they did thing. And then this whole idea of party skewed their whole personality, their whole rational thinking. And they've done things that are just like, really? Right.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I, you know, very, very, very rarely are we left with a position that says hire this guy. I know him; he's good. <laughs> His friends like him, <laughs> so you know we wouldn't do that in any other company. Uh, but that's what we do in politics, and I want to see us move to a, a deeper a deeper sense of, well, what are your credentials? What are, what is your resume? What is your voting record? What is your history? And I think this all should be freely available. It shouldn't be left in the hands of now nothing against journalists, but it shouldn't be left in the hands of journalists to find out what the truth of a candidate is. If you're, if you're a candidate and you want to serve America humanity or your country right anywhere you want to be. We could spend a whole half hour on the prime minister of the UK right now, or all four of them this year. Uh, But if you want to like, let's start being honest with people instead of telling people what they want to hear, what we think they want to hear and what we think will get us elected again.
1: Yeah,
0: Because we know if we,
2: if we depend only on journalists, the journalists have the opportunity to report or not report because they can come up, you know, we don't have time. We didn't, you know, there's a lot of different reasons that that are pretty valid. Right. I mean, but we can't rely on someone giving us only their view of important decisions of important people um, without any way of researching it ourselves or doing, even if we have the information, we still have to do the research. So, that where the onus comes on us. We have to be engaged. We have to be true vessels of the divine and use all of our facilities, mind, body, soul, and spirit, to create this environment, to create a government, to create a world where everybody has an opportunity to actualize.
0: Yeah. Well, Z, I think we've effectively done it. Yes. I don't know that we made the water any clearer uh <laughs> but hopefully we provided some insight and some ideas for some folks and hopefully for some inf- inspiration as well um you know and uh yes linda absolutely there, there are some resources out there don't don't get me wrong um they can still be quite muddied oh, do, yeah. and and uh uh and less than obvious as to, to what they the judges are really promoting and what they're really believing. Because, I mean, if there's anything, what's going on in the Supreme Court today and, the, and recently just proves that even, even judges have a tough time remain, remaining above the fray, if you will. Even judges have a tough time remaining impartial. So if politics, even if, you know, we have journalists that are politically biased, I can't believe that we don't have judges that are politically biased as well at this point. And they seem to be proving that to us as well at the highest levels. Thank you very much, Clarence Thomas. Um, (laughs) I will not call him honorable Judge Clarence Thomas. I will just call him Clarence. Uh, (laughs) But that's another show too. So folks, we want to thank you for being with us here today. This is Ministers Talking Shit. Uh, Z and I get together every week and we we chat about stuff. And yeah, Every episode, my eyes are opened, whether it's a comment from one of you out in the audience, whether it's a a comment Z makes, whether it's an epiphany and an inspiration that comes uh, my way. uh, We appreciate that you're here with us and that you're entering into these conversations. I know the answers are out there. We know that there is a solution. There is a spiritual solution to all of these human problems. And we trust that through the discussion, um, they, they make themselves known. Yeah. Um, To not be outraged by what's happening in America with guns, I believe, is spiritual bypass to not be willing to stand up and say enough is enough to not do what it takes to to let our discomfort be known is spiritual bypass. And so the only real action here is let your voice be heard. Let those that are making the decisions, let those that are writing the laws, let those that are judiated judiciously uh allocating the punishment for the breaking of those laws know that we've had enough of these things yeah
2: yeah yeah i agree i mean we we have to if we want to be better we got to
0: do better yeah exactly if we want to be better, we got to do better. (laughs) Thank you, Z. That is uh, so appropriate. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here for today. Before we do, though, we want to say thank you to those folks that make this financially possible. Please don't go anywhere. Help us say thank you to these folks, and we'll be right back with some final thoughts. Stay tuned. On behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network, thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the new thought message with people from around the world, please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate new thought media network. Come be you and please like share and subscribe until next time. Peace and blessings. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone that helps make this network possible and make it so that we can do these programs each and every day. And I tell you, folks, we have a huge lineup of of programming today, starting in just a few minutes. Seku writes with Be Your Own Hero. 815 is the morning prayers. 830 is the morning sip with Rev. Melissa. Later today, we have The Infinite Possibilities with Lindsay Lineback. That happens at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, 1 o'clock, Just One You with Rev Barb. And I will be back at 5 with the good news. Pastor Reverend Michael Mangus is here with the Fireside Chat at 6 o'clock. And stay tuned. We have two new programs coming on Fridays starting in January. Reverend Dr. P.J. Stanley is going to be with us. Uh, a program called uh, Real Talk. Sorry, Wranglings and Revelations. Mm -hmm. And our dear friend Eugene Holden is going to be joining us starting in January at 3 o'clock in the afternoon with what he's calling the Upper Room. So we've got new programming coming on Fridays as well. All right, Z, how do we get – let's take it into the weekend. What's uh, final thoughts for today?
2: I I think, you know, from my perspective, final thoughts is this. We see the – environment changing now as fall comes in winter we had our first snow here in uh, Colorado yesterday um and and it 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 made me aware uh, more acutely aware that we have to pay attention and be and 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 be observant of the things you know going on around us and then respond I had to cut the heater on yesterday right I I could if I didn't respond, I'd have been cold all day, right? I, had, I saw the snow, but I had to respond. So I had to, we have to observe and respond to things that are going to create a disharmony for this thing called life, I believe.
0: I know your, your furnace was giving you a little trouble, so I'm glad to know that's all taken care of and you were able to kick the heat on yesterday. <laughs> that's a good thing. Folks, for me, I think it's diligence, I'm at a point where it's diligence Z said it at the beginning of this program. Sometimes it feels like, Oh, yep. There it is again. Okay. It's another Monday. There was another shooting. Oh, it was Wednesday. There's another shooting. I think the point is not to allow ourselves to become uh, complacent mm-hmm. uh, to be diligent. <laughs> somebody shoots somebody up, call your Senator, call your representatives, call your governor, Call whoever, call a politician and demand some reform. Some you know, I my new one is every time I get a political text, I text back that says I'd be happy to donate to your campaign as soon as you tell me what you're going to do about gun reform. <laughs> I haven't had to make too many donations this year, and that's a terrible thing. So let, let's hold our representatives responsible. Yeah. And remind them that they represent us and our beliefs. And as New Thought Adherents, I believe that we're here to, to eliminate this these guns from our society. That's my that's my take. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. We're gonna get out of here for now. Again, thanks folks for being with us. We'll be back again next Friday here on the New Thought Media Network with more ministers talking shit. If you have a story you'd like us to cover or you have a subject you'd like us to discuss, please let us know. You can send a quick email to ministertalk at ntmedia.org. All right. We're out of here for now. Until next time, folks, we wish you peace and richest blessings. Have a great weekend.
1: Welcome to Ministers Talking and thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ministers Talking. We'll be back again next week with more commentary on current affairs, world events, and any other our ministers want to talk about. And if you found value here, please share our with your friends. Until next time, peace and blessings.